Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Greg joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, and Leroy Butler over there. Greg, thanks for coming on. Hey, appreciate you guys having me. Hey, uh, first Greg, thing, you just came into a big argument, so help uh, fix this. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> okay. What's the, what's the argument, Leroy? Go ahead, well, Leroy. We, to, we, we figured out what team is going to mess everybody's board up, so we just went with Detroit. So well, the rumor is... Go ahead. You got something on, it, on Here's Detroit? the problem I have with that kind of stuff is I don't know what anybody's yeah. board looks like, and nobody does. I I understand. So that, that's the problem. See, I, I'm, I love the evaluation of the players. I'm not good with, with guest drafts or mock drafts because I don't know what anybody's board looks like. All right. Well, let's, let's, talk, about, let's talk about a matchup then because he, Leroy believes Tua goes before Herbert. I think Herbert goes before Tua. If I put you in a, in a, in a draft room, who would you take first? And, you know, you're going to think this is a cop-out answer, but oh, this no. is what I really believe. And maybe it's because I've been doing this for a long time and I know a lot of coaches and I talk, you know, football with them, is they're two totally different kinds of players. That's well, let true. me ask you a question. Can you compare Drew Brees and Josh Allen? Uh, not as well as you could, you know, Drew Brees and somebody else, for sure. Yeah. So that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with Tua, who's a pure timing and rhythm player. Yep. That's his game. He's a system player, which is not a negative term, by the way. He's a system quarterback. Then you have Herbert, who's not really a system player. He's not a ball distributor. He's much more like a Josh Allen type player. So now it comes down to what you want your offense to look like, what, how you see your offense, what the rest of your team is. So, uh, you know, who would I rather have? Um, I think in an ideal world, I'd rather have Tua. Uh, but I'm guaranteed there'll be people who look at Herbert as a better prospect because he's far more far more toolsy. How much of a concern would you have about his injury history for Tua? I, well, without knowing what the medicals say, I certainly think that's a concern. Uh, one thing that I think the film shows to me anyway is I don't think he's as mobile as people make him out to be. He's not Russell Wilson. Um, I think for him to reach his ceiling, he'd have to stylistically, as I said, play like a Drew Brees. That's the way you have to play to reach his ceiling. He's not going to run around and make plays. Greg, I want to get back to football in a minute in the draft, but i got to ask you about your uncle. I mean, how's it going <laughs> up with the one most iconic guy? I mean, did you want to be in the business because of Howard? I mean, or it just came naturally for you? Well, no, that he didn't have much to do with it at all just because as when I was growing up, he was sort of mm-hmm. in his prime, and we didn't live quite that close together. Oh, so, okay. okay. You know, I was kind of doing my thing. 
I mean, I played sports all through my life, through college. I mean, I'm not good enough to be a professional athlete, but I played, you know, through college. Um, I was a basketball and baseball player because growing up in New York City, not many high schools had football. So I played basketball and baseball. But, uh, you know, I just was a sports guy and um, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with my life. And then uh, uh, that was back in the day when you actually, through the mail, had to send resumes and cover letters, you know, because... Now you're showing your age. You're showing your age now, yeah. So... um, so, you know, I, I, one of my roommates, my first year out of college, I was actually living outside of Detroit, Michigan, believe it or not. And mm-hmm. uh, I sent a letter to NFL Films, and uh, I got an interview, and they hired me. And I, I've actually been with, with NFL Films for, my, assuming there's an NFL season, which we all hope, this will be my 41st season coming up with NFL Films. Truly amazing, because that's one of the biggest things. I, I remember I got a phone call, and it said, this was a, uh, a call ID was a big deal, and it said, you know, Steve Sable. I was like, wait a minute. Why is he calling me? I mean, this is truly right, amazing. Right. I mean, that's uh, – and the two guys I love, Sal Powell and, Sal Powell and yeah. Matt Bowen. I love those oh. guys, man. I could just talk football with those guys all the time. Well, Matt, we've been together now doing the matchup show for two years. Sal, I've been with for, God – 18, 19 years, and I've known Sal forever, so, I mean, it's just yeah. phenomenal working with those guys. Uh, I mean, quite honestly, I was the one who created the whole matchup concept on television. It was back in the mid-80s. Yes, so, yep. um, 84, something like that. You know, I, I'm no good talking about myself, but sometimes I sit and wonder <laughs> that if anybody, you know, that I, I'm not sure we'd have X and O football on television if it wasn't for what we first did in the mid-80s with, with talk X and O football. Talk. Yeah, I agree with you. I really do. I mean, those are the kind of things a lot of our listeners need to know. Okay, now, Packers got the 30th pick, okay? Now, it's one guy, I don't want to talk philosophy and all that, but it is one guy, if the Packers moved up, Greg, I would be excited. And that's the Kenneth Murray kid, the linebacker out of Oklahoma, because the Packers, they got they lost two linebackers, both of them yep. went to New York. So they really do need a linebacker, and he can really fit the bill for them. Well, I loved him on tape. I mean, I liked him more than um, than Queen from uh, LSU. I think yes. Murray is a bigger athlete. I think he's a more explosive athlete. Um, you know, we can that's debatable. Obviously, reasonable minds can disagree on these kinds of things. Uh, right. But I watched a lot of Murray. I watched a lot of Queen. Uh, you know, to me, and, I, and I'm sure you would agree, if you have the bigger, more explosive athlete, I think you usually prefer that. Um, so I really liked Murray on tape, and from what I was told, he really interviewed well at the Combine. He's a natural leader type guy. Uh, obviously, there's a big difference in, in college and the NFL, particularly a linebacker. Uh, so there's always a, a, a learning curve, but uh, I really liked Murray on tape. I think he's an explosive athlete, and I think he did – he was a more versatile player. He was used as a pass rusher uh, quite a bit as well, and he showed the ability to win one-on-one versus O-linemen as a pass rusher. Yeah. Last night on the show, you guys talked about uh, wide receivers, and you guys talked about uh, running backs as well. And you you came up, I believe it was you came up with a Jonathan uh, Taylor comparison to Ezekiel Elliott when you're I talking about that. We're talking about uh, his running style and how he plays the game. For those that missed it last night, because I DVR didn't watch it, uh, tell everybody what you meant. Well, I just thought Jonathan Taylor. I think he's a high level runner. 
Um, now, mm-hmm. having said that, we know he's not going to be a top 10 pick. We know he might not even be a first round pick because the way people talk about the NFL game now, right or wrong, is that unless you impact the passing game on either side of the ball, people don't view that particular player as being valuable. And then, because we've now come up with the term positional value. So, uh, again, running the ball, and, and also you have teams like the 49ers that had a, a high-level run game without a back that I think gained 800 yards, or you have the Seahawks, which had a really high-level run game, and they had Chris Carson, who I believe was a sixth or seventh-round pick. So people look at those things and argue that drafting a running back early in a draft doesn't make sense, and I'm, that's okay. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. You know, I just think that at the end of the day, if you do want to run the ball, you'd probably like to have a better back than, than a lesser back in terms of traits. So I think Jonathan Taylor is a high-level traits runner, and I think as a runner, he's the best in this class. Yeah, it's just just a true honor to have you on. I got a, a barbershop question. Do you think, uh, okay, John Lynch, Mayock, and then you got the young man in Cleveland, you know, these guys didn't have a lot of experience, you know, in running franchises. Do you think in the future teams are going to go in that direction, maybe a more analytic department, or are you going to have guys work from within and give up, give them these jobs? Because that was just three remarkable cases. They're going to run drafts. They didn't have a lot of experience before they did it. Um, you know, I'm a believer that you have to look at each situation case by case. Um, okay. You know, I happen to know John Lynch. I, I know Mike Mayak very well because uh, he used to be in our building in NFL Films all the time yep. when he was working for the network. Um, you know, I think everything's case by case. Um, Lynch is, is very fortunate, and this is no knock on him because I'm certainly not in the building with those guys where they're making their decisions. Mm-hmm. But I think Kyle Shanahan is an offensive mind in this league, may be the best there is. He's certainly near the top. So, you know, they have an offense that is really, really high level in what they do week in and week out. And I know Kyle, I've talked to him about his offense. Um, so John's in a really good situation, I think, with his head coach, and I think they've got a good defensive coordinator as well. Uh, we'll see how it plays out in Oakland. You know, this, I think, is, is viewed as a really big year for for Oakland, Um well, Las Vegas now. Yeah, Las Vegas, exactly. Got it. You know, yeah. it's, it's, I'll struggle with that. I'm sure everybody will. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is viewed as a big year for them in terms of turning the corner and becoming mm-hmm. a, a more competitive team. Uh, they had a really good draft, I thought, a year ago uh, with some quality players. And look at Abram, the safety back this year, who I thought was a really good prospect, and he'll be a starter for them. And then they've got a number of uh early picks this year so you know we'll find out i think mike does an unbelievable job of evaluating talent you know, the thing we don't know is what the the division of labor is in the organization is mike mayak making the decisions is john gruden making the decisions we don't know that well that's exactly right talking with greg cassell yeah. right now again nfl matchup on espn just watched him last time with matt bowman and sal palantonio make sure to check that out follow him on twitter as well Greg, how how much uh, are you a believer in all these uh, advanced stats and everything that we're seeing in sports today? And, you know, Leroy brought up uh, Andrew Barry with the Cleveland Browns being one of those young up-and-coming guys with all these uh, stats and numbers and everything else. Are you more old school or are you starting to buy into some of these numbers? Well, the way I, I view all this is I think that more information is always better than less information, and then it's how you use mm-hmm. that information. Uh, so... I think different people probably emphasize different things and 
it depends, I guess, on their background. Barry is obviously a younger guy, so he grew up in an era where so-called analytics, which again, I think it's just more information uh, where that kind of information has been more prevalent. Um, back in the day, it, uh, people still wanted information. It was just less available because we didn't have the kind of technology that could give you more information, the kind of information we have now. So I don't have a problem at all with the idea of getting more and more information. It's it's how you use it. You know, I think at times you do have to be careful because when you have 22 moving bodies on every single play, mm-hmm. you know, I think that it makes for a little different game. You know, for instance, you talk about fourth downs, and people all will say, well, you always have to go for it if it's fourth and two less. That's what the numbers say. Well, that's all well and good, unless, let's say, you have a backup guard who's trying to block Aaron Donald. The numbers may not account for that at that mm-hmm. given moment in a given game. So, you know, I think information is fine, but then I also think there's other factors that come into play, and those are case by case. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, be, be honest, have you ever thought about you haven't had a chance to get into the Hall of Fame as a contributor? <laughs> Um, well, someone would have to do that for me. I don't really think about those things. No, this is just you talking. Now, come on now. Just tell me what you think. Come here. Because you have been, you did a lot of great things. I mean, I was going to ask you about the book, you know, The Evolution of Football. Right. I mean, but really, your mind is the kind of mind that needs to, people need to know what you've done. And I think the Hall of Fame would do stuff like that. And I know well, you can't. I need, I need you as my agent. Come on now. Well, they just don't know what I know, Greg. This is truly amazing. Man. This, well, it you just... know, it's it's funny. Ever since I grew up, and, and maybe I was taught this by my dad, you know, even when I played sports, I was always a grinder who just always did my best all the time. That's the way I've, I've done my work in my life. I've never been a self-promoter. I've never been a look-at-me guy. Um, I just mm-hmm. grind away. And, you know, if I'm being honest, do I look at, you know, what I think my contribution has been, and I think it's been pretty good. I mean, Peter King, I saw him at the Eagles training camp this past year, and he said to me, do you realize that you've been part of the NFL for 40% of its existence? He said, not Thank many you. people can say that. Thank and, you. You know, and yeah, and I said, wow, Peter, I never really thought about that. You know, so I don't think in those terms. Um, look, anybody who receives a lot of accolades and, and, uh, you know, that's nice. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't like it if somebody wants to do that, but that's not my call. But I know what I do. I know how hard I work. See, that to me is what it's all about. It's it's the amount you put into it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, real quick, the wide receiver I like if he, if the Packers stay at 30, if they want a receiver, Go ahead. Greg, I like Denzel Mims from Baylor. I saw him play. This kid's catch radius. I mean, he goes yep. up and get the ball, and he ran a fast time. And the Packers seem to like these big, tall receivers that can run. Well, there's a ton of big receivers in this draft. Yes. Um, I like Mims. There's two receivers I really like. Mims is one, and the other I really like is Michael Pittman from USC. Uh, Okay. So those two receivers I really like. I think both those guys could line up as the boundary X receiver in today's NFL, where you get a lot of single coverage. You've got to win one-on-one when you're the boundary X, no matter how you win. There's different ways to win, as you know. Um, Both those guys, I think, fit that bill in today's NFL. Now, obviously, the Packers do have one of those guys in in Adams, but I think Adams you can move around. I think both Mims and Pittman you can move around because teams are not as static as they were 20, 30 years ago with how they line players up. So, 
but Mims and Pittman are two guys that I really, really liked on tape, and uh, you know they fit the bill. Bigger, uh, Mims is a more explosive guy than Pittman, but Pittman is surprisingly agile and athletic, and has really good play speed for a man who's six four, two twenty three. Yes, yeah, I like that, Steve. When he was talking the boundary X receiver, for people who don't know that. At Florida State, the boundary corner was the short side of the field. Dion was the field side of the corner. We he used to cover the Z, the guy that moves a lot, the most dangerous yep. guy. So I love that kind of language. I love that, Greg. I love that. Well, that's like what the game is. I mean, even tight ends now. I mean, yeah, look what the yes. with Travis Kelsey. He's the yes. boundary X on yes. the backside of trips. You know, yep. that's why Man, you players preaching. like Isaiah Simmons and you know players like Xavier McKinney are so yep. important now in the NFL because you need someone who can match up man to man to detach tight ends. And, and that's the way the game is developed in the NFL. He is Greg Cassell, executive producer and analyst for NFL Matchup, along with Matt Bowen and Sal Palantonio uh, on ESPN. If you haven't seen it, DVR it. You'll enjoy it each and every time. If you love breaking down film and having people explain to you how the game is played and what coaches and GMs look for, these guys are the best. Greg, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you I need really to be in the Hall of Fame. So. Uh, thanks so much for having me. You betcha. Take care. There he is, Greg Cassell. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg Cassell. Join us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline as your passion has grown your home. Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. He is so good, Leroy Butler. Unbelievable, man. Just truly amazing. You know, all the way back, that matchup show, he's right about that. He was the first guy to put those kind of things out there. And people see us. How did these shows start? How do we get these kind of ideas? I know Howard Cosell, being your uncle, kind of overshadowed you. For sure. He walked his own fine line through it. And I really believe that when you talk about contributors out of over the last hundred years, that's the kind of guy I think should definitely be representing the Hall of Fame. And we'll see. Maybe he'll get his chance one day. You're, you should be in there already. So let's get you in and then worry about everybody else. Uh, coming up next, we'll tell you about all of our great draft coverage that we have coming up. And uh, Dan Plucker threw a topic at us today that he wants us to talk well, about. And it, it's just not a pretty topic. But we'll discuss it anyhow because he is the executive <laughs> producer of the show. So we'll discuss that coming up next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.